The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Echet Yebamot has been dedicated and sponsored by our dear friend, Mr. Isaac Jamal and his wife, in honor of his uh, family and Hatzlacha, Varvacha, Bechol Maasiyadav, maybe Zocheh. To raise his children in the ways of the Torah, they should give him much nachat. He should have many more children with health and happiness. And he should have call him and his entire family. Amen. Today's daf is being studied for the Hatzlacha of Yosef ben Sarah and his family, donated by Anonymous. May Hashem. Bless Yosef ben Sarah and his family with Osher v'chavod, Hatzlacha u'briut, v'chol milid demetav. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilu nishmat hacham Abraham za'afrani ben Latifa. Ruach Hashem tanihinu began Eden. Amen. Today's daf is being studied. Le'ilu nishmat Abraham ben Esther. Ruach Hashem tanihinu began Eden. Amen. We begin today's daf on Kuf Alif Amudishon Rideti. Top line. The case in the Mishnah was where you had a, a fellow that was married, and then let's say um, he died, and his wife got married before she waited the three months. Then she has to wait three months in order to make sure to see if she's pregnant or not from the first husband. So let's say she got pregnant, uh, she got married two months later, and now she had a baby seven months after that. So the question is, is it a nine-month baby from the first husband, or is it a seventh-month baby from the second husband? So now the Mishnah said that since he has a Safik who his father is, so if he hits or curses one of the fathers, the potential fathers, so he cannot give him a punishment, you cannot give him Malkut. Why? Because it's a Safik. Because you don't know which really who the father is. So the Mishnah Gemara says, Tanrabanan, hikaze vehazar vehikaze. Let's say hit them both. Kilelze vehazar vekilelze. Well, he cursed them both. Kilel shenehem bevatahat. Or if he cursed them, let's say both simultaneously. So the Mishnah says, hikaz shenehem bevatahat. Let's say he hit them simultaneously. Hayav. So in that case, is going to be hayav. So that she explains, Share ehad mehem abiv. Because for sure he hit his father. Does she uh, skip the parentheses? Bevatahat shehavtam bemakel. He hit them with a stick. Let's say bekaachat hayav tebehatraat vaday hitrubo. The whole problem is that when you give him a warning, since you don't know who the father is, so the warning is considered normally a hatraat sefik. Because you don't know, don't hit your father. Maybe maybe it's not his father. But in this case, when we hit both of them, what are they saying? That she says al takeshnehim. Don't hit both of them. Because in this one hitting, you're going to be hayav. So that's considered a Because for sure in this action, one of the fathers is going to be hit, or one of them is going to be cursed. So therefore the deen of the Gemara is, he's going to be hayav. He's, I agree. When it comes to bevatahat, he's going to be hayav. However, but if it's one after the other, it's going to be patur, Rashi. Ti'ika shte atraot. Because again, that's two atraot. Don't hit this guy, don't hit uh, that guy. V'chol hadav v'chadav v'atraat safik. It's considered atraat safik, it's not considered a hatraat, that's a vaday. U'tarekama atraat safik sheme hatraat. U'ilu memanafshachu. U'tarekama says atraat safik like this, that memanafshach is going to be hayab, because bottom line, he ended up hitting both. 
So even though it's hatnat safek, because you can't give him a conclusive warning on who the father is, but if at the end he hit them both, so that type of hatnat safek is going to be hayat, because we're not hit the right guy. Or I should say the wrong guy. That and yeah, oh, well, we have a blaita. The blaita says, Rabbi Yudaumir, Patur Bebatahat. So that can contradict what we just said in the name of Rabbi Yehuda. Kabbalah says, Okay, so you have two Tana'im that have different uh, reports on what Rabbi Yehuda said. What's the reason why it's going to be patur? What's the shita of that? It says the law of Beracha Lemata, that's the case of Umkalel Abivimo. Motumat. And it says the law of Beracha, which is euphemism for cursing by the Megadif. But half the shul of somebody is Mekalel uh, Hashem. Like the Pusha is Ish Ish ki Kalel Elohav. So the Gemara says, Ma'alimala she'en bashutafu, just like the Ma'alimala, when it comes to cursing, it's bilishutafut, which means you have to curse the Gadot Baruch Hu to be hayab alone, without any partner, so to speak, which means you have to curse him alone, aflimata she'en bashutafut. So do when you're cursing, a father, it has to be alone, as opposed to this case, you're cursing the father and somebody else at the same time. Because Bevatahat, you're cursing the father and the other guy. So it's not Dometa Kadosh Baruch Hu. Just like the curse of Baruch Hu, it's alone. Which means not cursing Hashem and somebody else. To be Hayat, to curse exclusively Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So, so to the Kelalav Mekalel Abiveimo, it has to be only his father, not his father with somebody else to be Hayat. Oh, Vit Kishaka'a le Kelala. comes along and says that once already you learned the law of Kelala, that has to be alone. So there's a Hekesh between the law of Haka'a. The Kerala, just like Kerala is alone, so to Aka also has to be alone. If it's Bebatahat, Kodrachit, that's going to be Paturashi. It kish Hakaal Klala, Befarashat Vela Mishpatim Samkana Anyan. She's the law of Mikalel and the law of Hakaa are written next to each other. Ela should pasuke had mafsik pinim. Just one pasuk as a buffer in between them. There's opinion that says you can make an hekesh even on pasukim that are not back to back. Which means the law of mikalel and makeh are not back to back. There's a pasuk in between them. But some say that's enough of proximity to say a hekesh. And therefore it comes out like this. We know by Mikalel Hashem that what the Mikadef it has to be Davka. We could be Mikalel Hashem alone. So too the Mikalel of it's alone. Therefore, in this case, we could say both people simultaneously. It's not alone, even though his father's for sure in the mix. <coughs> it's not alone. Oh, once you learn by Kilala, so you make a cash to Hakaa. Comes again when I continues. Ve'one b'mishmaro. We said that if let's say both the potential fathers were Kohanim. So he's able to go to each mishmar, which means he's able to go to whichever mishmar he wants. The mishmar is the week of the service of the Kohanim. So he wants to go to the, to the, 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 the mishmar of his, let's say, first father or the second father. He can go to either one. But he does not cholek, we learned, which means he does not take from the skins. Because normally as a payment for the service of the Kohanim, they get reward. What's the reward? The orot, the skins. He doesn't get the skins. Why? Because they'll come and tell him, Bring us a proof that you're from our uh, mishmar, that you want to take uh, the skins from us. So comes the Gemara and says, Once you're telling that he doesn't get any of the skins with the, with the mishmar, because it's a sefek, Which is, why go up? 
So Gemara says, what do you mean? Lama ole? Ha'amar ba'ina dina avid mitzvah. What do you mean? He wants to go do a mitzvah. He's not going to get the skin, but he wants to, to do a mitzvah. He wants to serve. Ela'ar Gemara's question is, Ala loketani. Which means, it doesn't say in the Mishnah, Ala if he went up. Ela ole ba'al korho. It says, Oleh, he has to go up. So the Kabbalah's question is, why would he have to go up? Was he wa- it should be an option. Why do you force him to go up? So that the Kabbalah says, Amar Avaha, Bar Harina, Amar Abayya, Amar Abiyasi, Amar Yuhanan, Mishum Pegam, Mishpacha. Because you're worried that the people in the Mishmar, if other people are going to see that this guy didn't go up, so now the people are going to start to speak disparagingly about the Mishmar. They're going to say, oh, this Mishmar has members that are pasul fikiruna. Because people are going to think he belongs to that Mishmar. So the members of each Mishmar can tell the guy, you have to go up to serve. In order to save us from humiliation. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Baal Kurho, Da'afagav, De'enu Cholek, Even though he doesn't get these skins, Kafinen Leil Avod. They force him to work. Mishum pegam shtem shpakot, which is both families. Sheboshin alav, they embarrass from him. Sheyomru bnei adam pasulu laavoda. They're going to say that there's a guy that's pasul from the avoda. Kol mishmar. Okay, that's it. And therefore they could force him. Comes the Gemara continues. Which means, if both of them, let's say, were in the same mishmar, then we said he goes up on that mishmar and he gets the skins. He gets the, uh, the reward. Why? Because they can't tell him, Because both fathers came from the same mishmar. So therefore they can't say, I go to the other mishmar. What do you mean go to the other mishmar? Mimanafshach, I come from this mishmar. So the Gebra says, wait. Which is why when it was two different mishmarot, we didn't give him the... Which means, because each Mishmar will push him to the other one and say, you're not part of us, you're part of the, the other one. So the Gemara says, Mishpar Echad Nameh, Azil Lahai Betav Umadhile, Azil Lahai Betav Umadhile. Which means, we know the Mishmarot were divided into seven days. And each day is called the Bet Av. Now, even if let's say they're both of the same Mishmar, right? But each Mishmar, you had your specific day that you served. The Mashad, he's going to come on Tuesday. So they can't tell him go to a different Mishmar. He's Mamanachak, he's part of that Mishmar. But now they'll come along and said, who said you on Tuesday? Maybe your uh, group, maybe your Wednesday. And therefore, we're not giving you the, the dividends of uh, Tuesday's uh, Avodah, so they can push him away. So the Gabbana says, now, Amar Papa, Hakik Amar, Imayushinim Mishmar Echad, Ubet Av Echad, Notel Halek Echad. So you have to say the case is that not only are from the, they're from the same Mishmar, but they know that they're from the same Bet Av. Therefore, they can't tell me. Where is he going to tell him? Go, 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 go to the other one? The other one is also from the same Mishmar and the same Bet Av. So therefore, that's the only case where you'll get a definite. Halukah Rashi, three lines from the end of the Perek, Kol Mishmar Haluk Lishisha Bateavot, okay, I said seven, it's really six Bateavot, everybody works on Shabbat, Vechol Echad Oved Et Yomo, everybody works on a specific day, Venotel Orot HaKadashim Habaim Biyomo, and they get the skins of that they had run Alach Nusin Ala Anusa.
And now we begin Bezat Hashem, the 12th Perek, Mitzvat Halitza. And the Mishnah begins. Mitzvat Halitza Bishlosha Dayanim. The Mitzvat Halitza is done in front of three judges. Va'afilu Shiloshtan Hidyotot. Even if they are Hidyotot, which is they're not part of the Sanhedrin, they're just regular. Commoners, they are not experts. If let's say the halitza was done with the min'al that's made out of soft leather, which means it's bidi'abad. She's like, the Gemara's going to say, they don't want you to use soft leather because it might rip and he might still wear it. And therefore, when you're still wearing it, it's not considered a shoe in that case. Therefore, it's not a good halitza. Now, shaking a sandal, which is made out of the hard leather, if it rips, it's not wearable. So then we don't have to make a gezera that it might come to rip and he's going to wear it because you don't rip a ripped. You don't wear a ripped sandal. Rashi, min'al, shir'ol rach. Hu ke'en shelanu, halitza ke'shira. Aba lechetahila lo, kede mefarish tekevan mishum min'al amirupat. You worry about a ripped shoe. Shinital gabo. Let's say the top of it tore off. Aba l'ikar halitza b'sandal. It's tanned leather and processed. And if it got, let's say, torn or diminished, he's not going to wear it and it's not the way to wear it. Therefore, halitza in the sandal is the kishira. If let's say you use the ampilia that she says that would be like a sock made out of cloth. Halitzata pesula. Why? Lashi says the midi the magen ba'inan. You need a shoe that's a protector of the foot. Dechtiv naalo. And what's naalo? Venaal midi de magenu. A naal is an item that protects the foot. Dechtiv venaalech tahash. I will put for the shoes made out of leather. Tahash v'or. Good. Besandal sheyeshlo akev, which is let's say uses a sandal. Sheyeshlo akev that has a heel. So the Mishnah says kasher. Of course that would be kasher. Vesheenlo akev. But if it doesn't have a heel, so that is going to be pasul. Let's talk about a soul. Fine. Mina ulmata, which means, let's say, from the knee down, which means the person is an amputee. But he has, let's say, from the knee down, halitza keshera. Right? So that halitza, let's say, put a shoe on that stump. So then already it's considered keshera. But if it's from the knee up, halitza pesura, then it is pesura. Like was cut, the husband shalom, let's say made a halitza on a sandal that's not, not the yabams or sandal or let's say it was a wooden sandal which means he wore the left shoe on the right foot so in all these cases over here halitza it is indeed kasher. But using a left foot for the halitza, that's already a mahloket if halitza and semol, it's a mahloket in the Mishnah, if it is kasher or not. Halitza begadol, 
Meaning, let's say that she says, Sandal shloya l'midat raglo. It was a big sandal. It wasn't uh, his size. Avalu yachol alechet po. But he's still able to walk with it. Shu yachol naloch po. The Mishnah says, O bekatan, or a small shoe, shu hofe et rov raglo that can cover the majority of his leg. Chalitza ta. Kesheran yachalitza is indeed. Kesher comes again and says, O mechal dafidu shloshad yotot. If you tell me they can even use three, yed yotot or not. Mumhin Dayanim Lamali. So what do you have to tell me that you use Dayanim? Which means you don't need Dayanim. Why do you have to say Dayanim? You can even use it your thought. teaching you the Ba'inan Dayanim. The three judges, while they might not have to be fluent in the laws of Khalitza per se, but they have to know at least how to read. Because they have to read the Pesukim to the Yavam and the Yavamad that they have to say in the ceremony. So they have to be like judges that know how to be makret, to read the Pesukim to others. Rashi, lakrot li Yavam. For example, what does the Yavam have to say? Lo chafasti lekachta. Or me'en yabemi. That's what the Yavama says. Lakim. Kacha yahaseh la'ish vechulan. Peloshon ha-kodesh. Tanina... Which means, we learned in the Mishnah that which we have in a Braita. Mitzvat Chalisa Bishloshah, Shiyudain Lehakrot Ke'en Dayanim. Very good, which means the Mitzvah of Chalisa is three people that are like Dayanim in the sense that they know how to be Makre. Rabbi Yudah Omer Bahamisha. Rabbi Yudah says, no, you need five judges. So now the Gemara is going to explain what the Shita of Rabbi Yudah is, why he says five, and what the Shita of Hachamim, why they say it's enough to have three. So comes the Gemara and begins, Zekenim, it says in the Pasuk by Khalitsa, it says the word Zekenim, which is plural, which teaches us Shnaim. Very good, that's two. The end bedin shakul, and we have a law that says you cannot have an even bedin. So mosifin alein od echad harekan shelosha. Then she quotes the pasuk the alta yibimto hashara ela zekenim. That she will go to the gate where the zekenim are. Good. The biuda zikne shenayim zekenim shenayim veem bedin shakul mosifin alein od echad harekan hamisha. He's doresh another word that's written in the story of the Yabama. It says the word zikne. That she says. Vekar ulo zikne iro. It says the word zikne. So therefore, that's two. Plus zikenim is another two. That's four. En betin shakul. You can have an even betin, so that's five. Then as she quotes another pasuk that says also the anaz zikenim, but he says that you don't count because that's referring to the zikenim that was mentioned in the pasuk before it. So according to the Biyudah, let's just get it clearly. You have zikne. And zekenim. Oh, v'tanakama, hai zekne, my avidle. What does tanakama do with the word zekne? So he says, mev'ele l'rebuye, afilu shloshah hediotot. It comes to include even hediotot. Why? So Tosfot explains, because from the word zekenim, in that passage of zekenim it said, ve'altayi b'mto ha-sha'ara ela zekenim. Sha'ara means the sha'ara of betin. So if it just would have said zikrim, I would have said what? Tafka dayanim. So zikne comes to tell me even those that are not from the sha'ar, even those that are not from uh, betin, even 
Hidjotot. Zeknes tu, en betin shaku. That's the third one. Ah, Rabbi Yehuda hidjotot minale. So how does Rabbi Yehuda know hidjotot? Nafkale mileene. Because the pasuk says leene that it's done leene zekne iro leene zekenim. So the Gemara says the Amar Mor leene. What do we learn from the word leene? Prat lesomim. That comes to exclude if the judges are blind, meaning they have to be able to see. Now, from the fact that you need a pasuk, to come and exclude blind judges, has to be talking about Why? If you're coming to tell it the Sanhedrin, they cannot be blind. Why do you need to exclude Somin? We know already that a guy sits on the Sanhedrin has to be not blemished. Midetari Rabbi Yosef Nafka. We know from Rabbi Yosef. Midetari Rabbi Yosef. Keshem shebetin menukin betzedek. Just like betin has to be clean in justice. Meaning you have to be totally justice, right, righteous. Kach betin menukin mikol mum. So to betin has to be clean from all types of blemishes. Shene emar. Like the person says, Kulach yafada yati umum en bach. Which means what? That rayati is referring to the betin. That what? Mum en bach. You do not have any blemishes. And therefore what? Therefore, I don't need you to tell me that Betin cannot be blind. We know Betin, judge cannot be blind. Ella must be coming to tell me Pratis Sumin must be could even use Hedjotot. So therefore the word Le'ene, according to the Buddha, teaches me even Hedjotot, even non-Betin uh, ju- judges. Ah, so the Gemara says, Ve'idach, which means according to Tanakama, he doesn't use Le'ene to teach you Hedjotot. He learned Hedjotot from Zikne. So it says, Ahu Le'ene Ma'avide. What do you do with the word Le'ene? Ahu Le'ktrabau De'ata. Da'amarava, Serichi Da'yane Le'mehezer Roka De'kan Afrik Me'pumadi Bama. They have to see the spit that comes out of the Yibama's mouth. Dikhtiv le'ene azikinim v'yareka. The next one is v'yareka. So therefore you learn that what? Has to be seen. Oh! So now the Gemara says, v'idach namem b'v'ayle l'ikhdraba. Which means really, Rabbi Yudah also needs that word le'ene to come and teach me the deed of Rabbah that they have to see the split. So then the question is, inachinameh. You're right. He needs it for that. So back to the question. Where does the Yehuda know? Hedjotot from Nafka Mibi Yisrael. It says in the Pasuk Lehakim Leahiv Shen Be Yisrael. So what is Be Yisrael, which means to establish a name in Israel? So he's Doresh Yisrael Koldehu. Any Yisrael, which means even Yisrael that's not a member of the Sanhedrin. Oh, the Idach, according to Tanakama, Hai Yisrael May Avidle. What does he do with the word? They learn that the judges have to be Israelim as opposed to Gerim. Oh, so as the Be'udah know the law of no Gerim, There's another Be'udah that's written in that parasha. The pasuk says, So we learn from that pasuk to come and exclude Gerim. So what does the rabbis do with that second? Be Yisrael, Mifrael, Lichnetanya, Amar Be'udah, Pamachat, Inu Yosuin, Muftar, Bittar, Four, and what time was it for? 
לשחור ולהביא טלפון, הוא בא יבמה לחלוץ, ליבמה כי הם תמיד חליצה, ואמר לנו, and he told us, ענו כולכם חלוץ הנעל. All of you answer חלוץ הנעל, which means when the pasuk says ונקרא שמו בישראל, they learn, it's not enough that the בית says that this lady is a חלוצה, they have to do it to publicize it. How do you publicize it? You bring extra people, so whoever was there, be Israel, it should be publicized that she indeed is a halutza of Idach. So how does the Muda know that you have to publicize it, be Israel, that she's a halutza? Because the person says, Vinikra be Israel. She will be called, meaning by many people. Ah, you want to go back. What did the rabbis do with the word Vinikra? So the fact you say, That word Vinikra is a normal word. It's not an extra word. That's the way the Torah speaks. So therefore, all words are accounted for. Ben the Tanakama, Ben the Biuda, Elamehata, the Gibras. Oh, so you start to be the rest of the words, which means Zikne, Zikenim, and all that. What about Vikaru? It says also Vekaru, they will call out, it's a, that's a person in the Parashat Yabam, Shenayim, maybe that's coming to include another two, Vidibiru Shenayim, Hachinameh, are you going to come to include and therefore say that Rabbi Yehuda Rekan Tisha'ah, now you're going to have nine according to Rabbi Yehuda, five plus four, or Rabbi Rekan Shiva'ah, and according to Rabbi Rekan have seven, meaning uh, three plus four. So he says, no, we need those words, Lechdetanya, Vekaru lo velo Shiluham. Which means, when it says they're going to call him, that he's a, the one that was Holetz, his wife, they call him as opposed to their Shilihin. Which means they themselves have to call him, they can't, although they themselves have to be the ones, and not the Shilihin. So he explains over here, what does this mean that no Shiluham? They don't go to his house to call him to make halitza. When he's in the bedin already, they call him personally in order to give him the proper advice. What's the proper advice? The Gemara continues. And they speak to him. What do they speak to him? They give him the proper advice. What's the proper advice? No. He's a young guy and she's an older lady. Or the opposite. What are you going to marry a young lady for? What are you marrying an old lady for? Go and marry somebody that's compatible to you. Don't bring strife and mahloket and fighting into your house. So the Dibiru comes and says, they have an obligation. If they see that the Yabam and Yabam are not going to be compatible because of the age difference, so they have an obligation to speak them out of it, to try to tell them, do a halitza and just, uh, you know, go marry somebody that's more compatible. Amar Nachman, halacha, halitza, bishlosha. Which means we follow Tanakamal, the Khalitza needs three judges. Hu'il v'satam lantana kebate, because that's our Mishnah. The Mishnah brought that one Shita, so we have a Stam Mishnah, so definitely three Dayanim. Amal l'raval l'rav nachman, i'achev, that's what you're saying, mi'un nameh. Which means we have a lot of mi'un, that's a case where let's say the father died, and now the brother or the mother marries off a young girl so we say in that case over there before she becomes 12 she's able to make a mi'un 
to be able to make a refusal, she doesn't want to stay married to this fellow over here. Now that needs also a bitin. So we're saying that maybe Yamin also should need three. Why? Because we have a Mishnah. So we have a stab Mishnah that also says Mi'un Mahalitza Bishlosham. Kabbalah's Vechit Ma'achanabeh. Maybe you say, okay, Nechanabeh. Maybe Mi'un also needs three. Vatanya, but we have a Braita. Mi'un, when it comes to the law of Mi'un, Bet Shamay Omrim, Bet Yimumrim. So you need expert judges. Meaning, whether they are mumchim, or even if they are hediotot. But everybody agrees that what? You need at least three judges. They come along and say for Mi'un even two is okay. So it's not God follows that pair. So therefore, really don't tell me that you have a Stam Mishnah in Sanhedrin. That's what that Stam Mishnah was. That says Mi'un is Mishnoshah. Because you have another Mishnah that's Mashma that we forsake like the opinion that says two. So therefore the question then is, why in one case when it comes to Halitza you're taking this Stam Mishnah in Masechet Yibamot to say it's three. And when it comes to Mi'un you have a Stam Mishnah and you don't take it. So the Gemara says, Hatam hadstama ve'acha tristame. Oh, which means when it came to the law of Chalitza, you have two stam mishnahs. You have our stam mishnah and Yibamot, and the stam is Sanhedrin. Because what did Sanhedrin say? Hamiun ve'Chalitza b'shlosha. So it's a stam mishnah and Sanhedrin. So you have two stam mishnahs for Chalitza. You only have one stam mishnah for Miun. That's why when it comes to Miun, we don't say shlosha. But Miun will say. Two, but you don't have to say three because you only have one stam mishnah in Sanhedrin. But you have another stam that we just quoted that. Another mishnah, I should say, that showed there was a machloket. So Kazimurad says, "Hatam name tres tameninu." If you're counting up stam mishnahs, so by miun you also have two stams. Why did not? We have another mishnah. Miana oshechalza befanav yisaena mepeneshehu bebedin. Which means, we had a case over here, when, early in the Masechet, where we learned that, let's say, a rabbi that makes a ruling <coughs> on a lady cannot marry that lady subsequently. Because the people are going to think that he was matira, let's say he was matira certain dead, let's say. Okay? So they think he's doing it for himself. However, the Mishnah there said that when it comes to mi'un, he's allowed to be on the beddin for mi'un. To allow the lady to make him you, and they can marry her. Why? Because nobody's going to say it's only him, because he's sitting with a betin. And since he's sitting with a betin, there's no hashash. And therefore, what do we see betin? Betin means three. So therefore, we have a stam mishnah early in the Masechah that says mi'un is mishloshah. Which means, if you're counting up stams, so I got two stams by Haditha, I got two stams by mi'un. So why did you tell me that by mi'un, that I got is two? So Gemara says, Elahatam trestame, tlaltastame. Which means, I'll tell you that that's two, but over here by Halitza, you actually have three stam Mishnas. Again, Hatam trestame, tlaltastame. Which you could, you just had over here, did not mi'ana o shahalsa. That Mishnah Yibamot, earlier it said, Mi'ana or Shachat, if the rabbi was involved in the Mi'un Betin or the Halitza Betin, he could subsequently marry that lady. 
because no one's going to suspect the soul because he has to sit with a bit. He says, the third Mishnah of standby, Halitza. So you have one in your two in your babot, and one in Sanhedrin. So therefore, since you have three stabs, and we posek like the three stabs, but you anchor by me, you only have two. Kamara says, Mechti, wait. Hastama ve'astama. Mali hadsetam, mali teresetam, u mali tilatam. What's the difference between what you have a stam, which means you have one, which means you have two, which means you have three? That cannot be the chiluk. <coughs> so the Gemara says like this: Ela manav nachman baritzak, ho'il ustam bimkom machloket. Which means, in the case of Sanhedrin, it's a stam and then a machloket. What does that mean? Vitnan. Look at the Mishnah Sanhedrin. Semichat Zekenin The Mishnah Sanhedrin talks about Let's say The rabbis made a mistake in the law And the people ended up Following that law Let's say they were Matira, Isura, Karet And then what happened They realized the mistake They have to bring a party Alim Davar And they have to Press their hands Make Semichat on the Qurban That's called Semichat Zekenin Egla Arufa That's law of measuring When they see a dead body Between two cities They have to measure it if it's closer between what city? Bishlosha. So three judges judge that. The very Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Bahamisha. Rabbi Yehuda says, you need five for those things. Ha-Halitza v'am-Mi'unim Bishlosha. Then the Mishnah says, Halitza Mi'un is done with three. Ve-lo kapalig Rabbi Yehuda. There Rabbi Yehuda did not argue, which is when it came to Simichad Zekinim and Egla Arufa. Tanakama said three, the Biuda jumped in and said, no, five. Then the Mishnah continues. Halitza umi'un shelosha. There the Biuda didn't say anything. Now even though we have the Biuda in our Gemara, it says mi'un is five judges. How come he didn't say anything in Sanhedrin? Our Shita said the Biuda said five. Over there in Sanhedrin, he talked when it came to Arufa and Sibichat Zekherim. But when it came to the mi'un part, he didn't say anything. I'm sorry, when he came to Khalid he didn't say anything. What does that teach us? So the Gemara says, Shma'bina Adar be Rabbi Yehuda, Shma'bina. Must be Rabbi Yehuda retracted. Now we go back. You know why we say Khalid Sa'ab Because everybody agrees. Even Rabbi Yehuda retracted from his Shita 5. How do you know? Because in Sanhedrin, he had opinions on other cases. When he had an opinion, he voiced it. When it came to Sinikhan, Tzikhanim, and Ignar Ufahad, the Tarakma said 3, said no, 5. When he came to Halitza, what did he say? Nothing. He agreed with the three. So if it must mean to be Yehuda himself was Hosein. Oh, why? What about the law of Mi'un? Well, we never saw the two rabbis. Who were the two rabbis that we said we posek? Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Lahazab, Rabbi Yosef. We never saw them make a retraction. They hold what? They hold the Mi'un is two. So therefore, since we never saw them retract, so therefore they must held their shita, therefore we're not to be posek like them. So the Gemara's final answer is, by mi'un, we're going to posek like the pair of rabbis. We have a right to posek like the pair of rabbis. We never saw they retracted. Mashi'enken by Halitza, the reason why we're going to posek like the opinion says three, because there's no other opinion. Because the mi'un that had said five, already Masikat Tadadim, we saw already, was Hosea. How do you know he was Hosea? Maybe retracted before. No, so obviously they know that the Sanadim came after the Yibamot. You know what comes first? Therefore, they said you must retract it later on. Therefore, there's no shita for the biyuda. Therefore, posek like three. Look at that sheet just to read this inside. Who il v'stamab bimkom machloketi shenichlag sham the biyuda bedavar acher. 
Rabbi Yudah argued on a different case. But when it came to Hadith, he said, No, you shma' minna hadarbe. Aval mi'un lab stama bimkum mahlukati. Da'anak tanay Rabbi Yoseh, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Yoseh, lo ma'itina natam aflukta akhariti, dinam amadu afluk ba'ashma min adribe. They didn't bring those two rabbis on another case to say that from the fact that they didn't argue on this, they must have retracted. Their names are not mentioned in the Mishnah. So we cannot say they retracted. By the Biudai, you can say he retracted because his name was mentioned above and it wasn't mentioned in the second Mahlokin. But the other rabbis, the Biyosin, they were not mentioned earlier on a case to say that they retracted in the case of Biyud, therefore they must have held their sheet. And if we're posted like that, there. But I continues, Amar Abba, Sirihe Dayanil Dukhta. Which means, before they go make the Halitza ceremony, they have to establish the place that they're going to sit in Betin. Which means they have to say, Nelech limkom ploni. We're going to go to such and such a place. Tichti ve'alta yibimto ha-sha'ra el ha-zekenim. It says they're going to go to the gate. It's much a ha-sha'ra, the gate that is designated. So they have to actually set the place. As she says, Limikbad duchta l'shem kach. Good. Comes the Gabbana and says, Rappapa v'labuna b'dirabi Yoshua, avde avda. Rappapa v'labuna b'dirabi Yoshua, they made a chalitza. Bahamisha. There were five judges. So the Gabbana says, five judges, Keman. Who were they following? Could it be Yehuda? You want to be a father of Yehuda? Ve'ahadarbe. I thought you told me to be Yehuda, retracted. So which opinion were they taking five judges? Gabbana says, no. Lefirsume milta. In order to publicize the halitza. That she says, the halitza. You want to publicize that she's a halitza. Why? Ve'lolin seba lekohen. So it'll be known that she's a chalutza, so she won't come to marry a Kohen, which is a Sumed Rabbanan. Iname, delitu inchivilik besu'ala. Also, she'll just get married, so the people know she's available. So how do you do that? You bring three judges, they're part of the official betin, and two more that are not part of the betin, that are just there for the persume milta. Rabbi Zikabala continues, Rabbi Asheh Iklal Eber Afkana. Rabbi Asheh was by Rabbi Kana, Amar Leh, so Rabbi Kana tells Rabbi Asheh, Salik Mor Gaban. He says, come, uh, come up with us. In order to, to fill the five uh, judges. Which means, come fill the, uh, fill the quorum. He says, I was by the Come up to the place where the bundle of reeds are. Seems that's where the place where they were sitting. Come sit by us for the, for the case of the Halitza. Let's trufe be hamisha. To sit by for five. Amru lo, lamali hamisha. I told him five for. Amaru kechid fasememilta. In order to make a presume of this situation. Of Shuwe bar Yuda. Hava kae kamed rav Yuda. He was in front of the Yuda. Amar le. Sak tal zezad kanes trufe be hamisha. Come up to the place where the reeds are to join in the five. Fasememilta. Amar le. So he tells him. Tanina. It says in the. But after that we learned Be Yisrael Be Bet Din Yisrael Ve lo Be Bet Din Shel Gerim Ve Ana Ger Ana Which means He's coming along and saying Listen, I can't join you Because I'm a uh, I'm a Ger As she says Hu Ve Abiv Nit Gayeru Which means He and his father was a Ger Hilkach Pasirna La Halitza So comes the Gibran says, Amar of Yehuda. So he tells him, Kegon Rab Shmuel Bar Yehuda. Which means a man like this of Shmuel Bar Yehuda, I trust him so much. Mapikna Mamona Apume. 
which means I would, on one man's testimony, on his testimony, I would take money out of a person, which means if, uh, let's say, uh, he comes along and says, this guy owes money, on his one testimony, I believe him. Come on, how can you believe one man? Could you take money on one witness? I need two witnesses. I meant like this. Which means I would... I would weaken the power of a star based on his testimony. Which means, if he came along and told me, this star over here is paid up. So now already, I would not use the star to, to get payment. Unless, the fellow and I would make, let's say, a shivua or something. Normally, a guy brings a star to your sumit's kashir, you get payment. But if he would come along and say, this star over here was paid, I would trust him enough now to say that the star is questionable, and therefore... He's not going to be allowed to get payment unless he's willing to make a shivua. And the Hadush over here is, the Mephashim say, even if he was a karov, normally you don't accept the karov's testimony. If he's a karov, either to the malveh or the loveh. So he's saying, even if this rabbi was a karov to one of the litigants, I would still trust him over here. Because if he's not a karov, those forces, everybody's believed when it comes to this over here. And the Hadush is that he's believed. So you have to say, the pshat in this, um, this Gemara is that what? He thought that he was calling him to be one of the judges. So therefore he said, oh, I can't be one of the judges. I'll begin. Really, he wasn't calling him for one of the judges. He was calling for one of the two to be part of the, you know, the Pirsumim Miltah. For the Pirsumim Miltah, that's okay. But he said, no, 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 I can't go. Because he, he thought he was going to hit him. Which he said, come up to be part of the five. So he didn't know that he's going to be part of the other two. He thought part of the five, and he's going to take him as part of the judges. He said, don't take me as a judge. I can sit as the uh, other two. Baruch Adonai Olam. Amen. Amen.